So hi everybody, we're excited to have Frank, frankly Keto on. Frank, thanks for coming on the Can Do Podcast. I want to tell you, you're the first person to come on the Can Do Podcast because oh, life really? is all about what you can do, not what you can't. So I'm okay. so excited to have you on, Frank. Your story is incredible. Thank you so much for your time today. It's really nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm honored to be your first guest. So thanks for having yes, me. And, well, I'm honored to have you. you. You've done such an incredible job with your journey on keto. What is it? Lost over 140 pounds over a two-year time frame? Tell me about that. Uh, 136. Um, and it's been, it'll be three years in February. February 10th will be three years I've been doing it. So uh, first year I lost about uh, 75 or 80 pounds the first year. And then I've lost the rest since then. So incredible. Yeah, it's been been crazy. Uh, A wild, wild ride. Yeah. How did, how did you fall into keto? For me, it was just like, I noticed what I was putting into my body and was taking out. And I just used, you know, Google and, you know, all those online resources and just said, holy moly, I'm following the keto diet. I saw the movie, the man (laughs) pill. And yeah, I saw that. I, I was just, you know, I was just so excited and saw the benefits and just started feeling great. I, yeah, I stumbled across it. Um, I was, I had gone to a doctor's appointment in January, 2018 and was told that I was diabetic and she then weighed me and I weighed 378 pounds. And I was like, kind of stunned, you know, I was in shock. Cause I was like, Oh wow. I didn't realize I weighed that much. Um, cause you kind of deny, you kind of like go in denial. You look in the mirror, you don't realize you just kind of like, uh, my clothes are getting bigger or whatever. Right. But when she said I was diabetic, this had been the second time that I had officially been diabetic. The first time was a few years before that. And I reversed it with a regular low fat diet. I did low fat and lost some weight. And I was back to pre-diabetic and I had been pre-diabetic for years. Like I could not get out of being pre-diabetic. So she's like, you're diabetic. I want to put you on medicine. And I was like, I don't want to go on medicine for this. So um, I was actually going to start some kind of um, like those, those home delivery programs where they send you food in the mail. I was going to do that. And then a few weeks later, uh, somebody had told me about keto, said that um, a client of theirs had lost 25 pounds and thought maybe she knew that I wanted to lose weight. So she suggested it. So I, um, I started Googling it. And I was like, oh, it's low carb. Okay. You know, I had done like Atkins years prior. So it wasn't unfamiliar. And um, I kind of like stepped into it little by little. I was doing like one meal would be low carb, but then I would eat a normal dinner. And somebody that a friend of mine was like, that's not keto. You either stay low carb or you don't do low carb. You don't, you have to do it full on. So I just committed. I was like, all right, I'm keto. So I just cut out. My first thing was just cut out the bread, pasta, sugar, the rice, and just keep it as low carb as I could, you know, and that's how I started. And I started to feel my clothes get looser. And the first few weeks were rough. I was tired. I couldn't, I was tired, but I couldn't sleep. So all day long, I was so tired, but then at night I couldn't sleep. Um, And then eventually it just kind of flip flopped and I started sleeping better. I started having energy, you know, so it's, it's been the best thing I've done for my health really. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, uh, it's, it's amazing too, 
like when you get started, you start off slow and you, you, you feel that keto flu, but then you get the momentum. Talk yeah. about how, again, uh, the confidence, you started to lose a little bit weight, a little bit of weight, and then started to, to continue on that side. And talk to me how great it felt. Yeah, so I, um, my, I, my starting weight I used for my doctor's appointment and I was afraid to weigh myself. Like I, I knew I didn't lose anything since that appointment. It had only been a few weeks. So I didn't even want to weigh myself. My, my shirt started to feel looser. My pants were feeling looser. And I was like, wow, this might be working for me. <laughs> and um, I started to feel more energy and all that. And I was just like, wow, I, I, cause I, the first few weeks, like I said, I was tired. I was, um, I, I couldn't sleep. I had, headaches and stuff like that, just because you're getting rid of all that carb withdrawal, you know, and then I just started to feel good. And I was like, I'm going to weigh myself. So it was probably like three or four weeks after I started and I weighed myself and I was down like 15 or 20 pounds. I was like, well, that's awesome. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. You know, I was like, cause the, the most I thought I would lose would be 20 pounds. And then I would like get off of it again. And cause that was my pattern. I would do really well on diets, lose weight, and keep it off for a little while, but I just couldn't sustain it because I was always hungry. You know, when those low carb diets, I mean, with those low fat diets and the high carbs, those carbs keep you always wanting to eat something. You're never right. really satisfied. I was just never satisfied. But with keto, I would eat and I was like, oh, I feel satisfied. And I ate like, that was something fatty that I ate. I was allowed to eat fat, you know, which I had a hard time with. My brain was like, you shouldn't eat that much fat. So I was kind of hungry in the beginning because I wasn't eating enough fat. And then I, you know, I joined uh, Instagram. I started following accounts and everybody's like, eat your fat. You need to satiate your appetite. I'm like, all right, I'll eat my fat. So I started eating more fat and I was like, oh, I feel good. Like I actually, you know, I was, not only did I feel satisfied, but I got energy. You know, I was, I was feeling good, energetic. So it was just a total different feeling than I've ever felt on any other type of diet. Yeah, I, you know, I always, people always ask me and I say, it's not really a diet. It's like teaching your body a whole new language. It yeah, really was for me because it's so, you know, we're so used to eating carbs and all the sugars and everything. And right. it's, just, it's just constantly in your food. You don't even know it, but you're just like, uh, at least you that realize, was the case for me. Yes. Yeah, you, re- you realize how processed our food is. And I, you met, I think this before we started recording, you mentioned the magic pill. Well, I had watched that on Netflix and I was just kind of dumbfounded, you know, by what they were saying. And I'm realized, I'm like, you know, talking about in the fifties, how the food pyramid was developed because of this one scientist who did this cherry picking of countries that had low heart disease rates because of a low fat diet. So the, our country based our food pyramid off of that. Like they did no other study. They didn't say, you know, are there other ways to do this? You know, and, and keto had been used for medicinal reasons prior to that for people with epilepsy and stuff like that. But, you know, we veered away from that. So I started doing my, you know, and that's one thing I'd say, do your research, like read up on it, find out what it's about. It's not just losing weight. It's giving your body energy. It's healing your body, getting rid of the inflammation. I mean, it, it did all of that for me. You know, everything I've read about, it's happened. And I, why would I want to do anything else? You know, why would I go back to that? Right. So tell me, like, what is the most exciting part of this new 
Frank that you you created. I, I really got to say that exciting. The most exciting part would be the energy level. I have never. I've always been a very lazy type of person. You know, I was always tired. I was always lazy. I did. I procrastinated. I didn't want to do things. But my energy level now is so different. I want to get up and do something. Like if I sit too long, I want to get up and go do something. You know, I get now I get 10,000 steps at least every day. I make sure I get 10,000 steps. Like I never liked the gym before. I never wanted to go to the gym. I, I haven't been going because of COVID now, but I was. And I would go after work and I, you know, you, you work an eight to 10 hour day and then you don't want to go to the gym. But I did. I went to the gym. I'm on the treadmill. So that's the most exciting part. It's my energy level and not putting stuff off and wanting to do stuff again. And not just like, I could sit on the couch all day on a Saturday and just look at my iPad all day because I was so tired, you know, but now right. I'm not, you know, now I get up and I do stuff, you know, I cook a lot more now. I never, I liked cooking, but I never wanted to cook because I was just tired and lazy. I didn't want to do anything. Now I get in the kitchen, I start creating stuff. I start cooking, you know, so it's, it's been a whole different lifestyle change for me. Different than I ever, right. Go ahead. That's great. And I see, no, I see you do so many cool things to the truffles, to the chicken. What's your favorite <laughs> meal to cook? Um, I don't know if I have a favorite meal to cook. My favorite meal to eat would either be chicken wings or it would be a ribeye with some like, loaded broccoli or some Brussels sprouts with bacon, something like that, which is, you know, more of your traditional basic food, you know, broccoli, steak, chicken, that's all basic. And that's what I enjoy. My body enjoys that. I like to experiment. I like to make a pizza, a keto pizza. I have different ways I make it, you know, if I, which is, which is great because if you want traditional type of food, you can still have it on keto. You just have to make it a different way. You have to come up with ingredients that are low carb and make it, but it's still just as satisfying, if not more. Right. Talk about from, you know, you've been on keto since what, 2018, basically. Yeah. Yep. What are the biggest changes that you've seen from 2018 to 2021 that we're in now? With keto, just like uh, it's more uh, mainstream, I guess. When I started keto, I didn't even really know anything about it. It was, there were, there were Instagram accounts out there that were doing it. There were, but they were like, it was so much less than it is now. Now there's so many accounts out there. There's so many people doing it. Um, I didn't see it on commercials in 2018. I didn't, you know, you saw Atkins, you saw the South Beach diet, but you didn't really see them talk about keto. And then after like a year, I noticed you're starting to see commercials. Slim Fast came out with their keto line. You're seeing all these companies come out with products, which is great. Your company, I love your keto crisp, by the way. Um, the I just tried the mint chocolate one earlier, and that one is delicious. Um, but it's Thank stuff like you that. so like, much. We'll get into that in a minute. Go ahead. Um, but like just the availability now of keto products, which I do try to limit. I try not to, you know, I don't want all my meal to be keto products, but the fact that I can buy keto snacks and stay on track with keto because of those snacks. I don't have to eat a, you know, traditional sugary snack if I want something, you know, I, I have these options now. We didn't have that three years ago. You know, you had to make most of your snacks yourself. There were very few companies, even the way the companies make these snacks now are so much better than they were three years ago because they've learned and improved. Um, 
and it's just it's been great you know i know a lot of people say it's a gimmick you know it's a trend uh but i lost 136 pounds and i've stuck with it and i have no desire to go off of it so if that's a gimmick or a trend i'm gonna stick with it <laughs> you know it, it's a, it's incredible the mindset the the attitude you know the, that that can do spirit that you can do anything right. you know and it really is inspiring um that that's kind of what inspired us to create the keto crisp was there was really nothing on the market that that tasted great and why should you sacrifice taste when, when you're right. on this journey of trying to lose weight i mean you you, you got to be able to enjoy life and you know so it, it's great to see that there's a lot more products and innovation out there today yeah, than ever, and only only growing yeah and um I, I, I'll be honest, when I bought your product, I was unsure. I was like, but I didn't know what to expect. I wrote, I knew about it from Alyssa, basic bitch keto on Instagram. I knew about it from her and she always raved about them. And I was like, I'm going to buy them, you know? So I bought them and I was amazed. I was like, wow, these are, these are actually, it's like a cross between a bar and a cookie. And I was like, this is awesome. You know? So, um, yeah. So I, I can't wait to try the other ones, but they have come such a long way. Like you had quest bars when I started, that was about it. And quest, some of those quest bars were horrible, <laughs> you know, they've come yes. a long way too, but it was just like, wow, you know, now you have so much to choose from even, even non, non treats, like just products, like um, real good foods with their frozen entrees and their sandwiches and stuff like that. There's just more options. You have, you know, you feel like you're a normal person. Again, you have, you have the options to buy some quick stuff to make, you know, so it just, you feel like you're doing a normal way of eating, you know, it doesn't yeah. feel like you're doing a diet. You don't feel deprived. And that's been one of the best things is I don't feel deprived. You know, I always did before on other diets, but not on this one. Right. What advice would you give to somebody that, you know, we, we talk about, you know, new year's resolutions and getting started and how would you, you know, for me, and you talked about it earlier, you kind of just basically, you know, dipped your toe in the water, so to speak. Right. What, what, you know, and I see you post all the time and you talk about your daily activity. And I think that's incredible. And positivity breeds positivity and success breeds success. What, right. what, what advice would you give to somebody that just getting started or thinking about making a lifestyle change as you did, you know, and I, myself? A few years ago, right. uh, definitely do some research first. Like Google, Google's your friend. Google it. You, there's so much information out there. Um, a lot of people, I think, try to start it but don't really know what they're doing. You know, so they're just like, "Oh, I'm, I, I eat this," and then I've had people tell me something. I'm like, "That's not keto," because they don't understand it. So, you know, Google it. Ketogenic diet. What is it? Um, and start simple. You know, you have you, you simple is better. So eat your meat, your chicken, uh, your poultries, your fishes, your um, low carb veggies, some nuts. You know, don't eat too much nuts, but you can have nuts, um, cheese. You know that type of stuff. Start simple, eat that. Cut out the rice, the sugar, the pasta, um, the bread. Cut that stuff out. Look at your labels. Make sure the stuff is low carb because you you know they they can sneak carbs in everything. You could, yes. you could buy a piece of meat and think it's no, there's no carbs and they've stuck some kind of filler in it and now there's all these carbs. So look at your labels, 
And don't worry about tracking macros. Like don't worry about counting your calories. Don't worry about, you just kind of keep an eye on your carb count. Um, even if you start out at like 50 grams of carbs, you know, you might want to ease into it a little bit so your body's not in shock, you know. Start out right. at like 50 grams of carbs, work your way down to 30, then down to 20, and just just start easy and, and gradual um, and stick with it. Be consistent. Consistency is the key. If I wasn't consistent, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Right. You know? I, I think you, you bring up a great point too, and, and just start on your own level. Don't try to you know, uh, right. You know, uh, do what works for you and what feels right for you. The major thing is stay away from the carbs, stay away from the right. sugars, you know, right. drink tons of water. I remember oh, I, would, definitely. I, I would drink a bottle of water and still to this day, you know, drink a bottle of water every hour on the hour. Got my water right here. If you can see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, water is a big, that's probably number like one or two on the list. Drink your water, get your electrolytes in because you will get keto flu, like you said. So you want to try to like ward off the keto flu. Um, but yeah, drink your water, eat simple, be consistent. Don't beer off. Don't try to cheat on the weekends and be back on plan on Monday because I tried that. I, right. I, I tried because that's what I did with other diets. I would diet all week and then I would cheat on the weekend, go back to it. But with keto, I found... I would cheat on the weekend. I would feel horrible. My stomach right. would hurt. I would get tired. It was because of my body was getting rid of all that processed stuff and there's that sugar. But then I was reintroducing it on the weekend. I was messing myself up. So I don't even really go off plan too much. I, I do occasionally here and there, but I really don't go off plan much. You talk about going off plan and everybody goes off plan a little bit here and there. How do you focus on a daily basis? I mean, uh... Whoop. I think you cut out. I lost some sound. I kind of, I think I lost a uh, connection. Oh, hold on. Oh, now Did I hear you. you. I had okay. lost some sound there. I'm sorry. What were you saying? So, no, it talked about, you know, how do you stay disciplined? Um. Uh, part of it, like I said, I know if I eat off plan, I do feel uh, sick. I, it does upset my stomach. It does. Um, it takes me like a day or so to like feel normal again. So I, um, I buy groceries that I know will help me succeed. So I'm not going to buy stuff that I'm not going to want to eat on a daily basis. So I keep my fridge stocked with stuff. Um, I've learned how to eat out. So if I want something, if I want to order some food, if I want to go to a restaurant, I know what to order. You know, I know what I can go. I maybe look at the menu ahead of time if, on online before I go to the restaurant, figure out what I want. And that just helps me stay on track. I don't, I don't get the urge to say, oh, I'm just going to get a burger with a bun today. You know, I'm just, just going to wait. No, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I actually, actually went to like a, a Asian buffet about a year ago, tried to keep it low carb and keto. I thought that there was so much there was like sugar and stuff in the food that I felt horrible the next day. And I was like, you know, what? I'm not doing that again. I'm not going to those. I'm going to go to restaurants. I know where I can be successful, you know? So I just, it's just my, I don't want to get back, go back to where I was because that's what I've always done in the past. I'm 47 years old. I've done every diet out there. I've been dieting since I was a teenager and I don't want to keep doing that, you know? And this is the first time I actually like, it's just my way of eating every day. It's, right. it's, it's not a diet. 
it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. And you've done such right. an incredible job for yourself. And you know, you know, how great the feeling is. You know, you're a walking billboard for success. <laughs> and, well, and, you know, go ahead. I was just gonna say, well, thank you. Uh, you know, I, I uh, never intended like on Instagram to really even show my picture or, or my reveal my weight or anything like that. But um, so many other people were doing it and were inspiring me. I was seeing people show that they weighed, you know, they lost a hundred pounds and what they're eating. So I just started to share a little bit more. I was like, here's, I did a, like a face-to-face Friday picture and he said, here's my starting weight. And I started sharing more, but I was getting reactions from people and comments and, and people were saying, oh, you're helping me by posting this, you know, so it just kept me going. So that really has helped me succeed as well. Is I, if I didn't do the Instagram account, I don't know how successful I'd be too, because I wouldn't, it was my accountability. You know, mm-hmm. saying, here's what I ate today. Here's how much I lost uh, in the past two weeks. You know, it was my way of being accountable and it just kept me going. But then I made all these friends. I met all these people and opened up a whole new world of people to me that I had never would have met otherwise. So it's been more than just weight loss. You know, it's been building those relationships and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I, that's so great. And one thing that I've noticed, and you, you just alluded to it, is the keto community. And whether right. you're keto or not, just the wonderful friends that you met. And, you know, thankfully for Keto Crisp, I get to meet people like you. And that's, you know, one of the great things that excited me about, you know, having the opportunity to create Keto Crisp as a platform to meet people like you and to get inspiration and to, to stay on track because we all need that support. Definitely. Know? And you know what's been awesome about the, the keto companies is they've all been so friendly and, and, and interact with the people that buy their products. Like I see different, you know, I see you interacting. I see other companies um, where they'll respond to a post. Um, I see them respond to other people's posts. And it's, it's encouraging to see that these companies, yeah, they made the product, I'm sure, because they want to make some money. Who doesn't? But they also wanted to help these people on, in this community stick to their goals and meet their goals. So let's give them some products they can get that can help them with that versus they're just going to get discouraged and want to go back and buy a box of, you know, a bag of Oreos somewhere and just go off plan. You know, I don't need to go buy a bag of Oreos. I can buy a keto crisp. I can buy something else and I can give myself a treat every now and then without feeling all that guilt and, you know, lethargic and tired and all that stuff. So it's been great that you guys are so friendly, you know, with the keto community. Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, it's it's really great, and, and thank you, and, the, you know, the support that we've gotten from people like you and from uh, Alyssa and all the other fans out there, it's been, it's been incredible. It's been, it's been so rewarding. It's been so inspiring for myself my whole life, you know. Uh, it, it's great, you know, like we said, to, to be able to be involved and, and, um, you know, be able to connect with people. I think, especially now, you know, when we're so isolated. Yeah, you know, right. That that connection to people is so critical. And, and um, yeah. uh, uh, what, what well, is that's the, a good? Go I was just going to say that's that's a good point as well. Um, you know, if I if I didn't make this connection with the community, this year would have been so much different for me. I would have felt more isolated. I would have made, I would have had social media, of course, but I wouldn't have had 
this this community of people that I can talk to every morning. Like I I do morning chats out on my porch every morning before work because I started working from home and I had the time to actually just go for a few minutes before I logged into work and talk. But it actually connected me more with folks because prior to that, I would get on stories occasionally. Every I would like pop on here and there in my car or something, but I never really on a daily basis would talk to folks. And now I do that every morning. Sometimes I ramble, like I, I'll just ramble about the weather or I'm going to go walk today, you know, but it's just a way for people to feel, you know, in touch with others, especially because now we're all stuck at home, you know, or we're stuck somewhere with a mask on all day, you know? Yeah. Exactly. I, I just, I think that people want that connection. I want that connection. I want to feel connected to people and to help people and to, you know, because so many people have always been there for me to be supportive. And especially now we, we've talked about it, you know, right. we, we need that support. So I think it's great that you go on every day and just talk about your day because we're all in this together, you know, we, you know, exactly. So it's been, a, it's been, a, it's been, it's been great. Now with your new, with your new body over the three year time, what is, <laughs> uh, you know, you talked about, you, you know, your your energy that you have and your your you know want to get up and go what's your favorite workout uh my most i guess it would be my more my most consistent workout would be walking so walking has been it's probably my favorite because it does more than just exercise but it gives me that stress relief so you know when this pandemic started in march i had I had some bouts of anxiety going on at home because I didn't know what was going on. Like, you know, there's this virus out there. I don't know. Will I catch it? I don't want to go to the store. Uh, so it made me very anxious. And I hadn't had that anxious feeling for quite a long time because of keto. Keto really helped my anxiety. I had horrible anxiety several years back. I was on medication for it. Thankfully I'm off that medication now, but, um, what I found is I started walking at lunch because I had the freedom now at home to go take a walk outside for 30 minutes and then go log back into work and finish my day. But it relieved that anxiety. I was like, Oh, I feel good. I'm out here in the fresh air. You know, I'm, I'm relieving stress. I can, I can clear my head. And it, that's really been my favorite workout is walking. Um, I miss using weight machines at the gym. So I was going to Planet Fitness. Uh, I was using the weight machines. I was really starting to get into it. Um, and the reason I was starting to like that is I do have a disability in my left arm. So I have some limited range of motion with my left arm. Um, but I found that I was able to use some of these machines and still do some things. And it was making me feel more confident about just my disability that I've always had since birth, you know, so um, that's a, probably another thing I really enjoy doing. I miss that. So I do try to do this, like I do these modified push-ups against my kitchen counter. I kind of lean forward and I do some push-ups that way. And I've noticed that even if I veer off of doing that for a while and I start back up, the strength in my arms builds up much quicker than it ever used to. And I, I attribute that to keto because of the protein, you know, protein builds muscle. And I think that really helps me recover quickly. Um, so those two things are really what I look forward to doing is my walking and some arm exercises, however I can get that in. That's great. Um, what I'm just curious, I, you know, I've been, I have cerebral palsy and using an electric wheelchair for mobility. 
What, tell me more about um, your unique situation with your arm. Uh, so I was a pretty big baby when I was born. I was 11 and a half pounds. So wow. my, yeah, my mother, they didn't do a C-section on her. So again, this was 47 years ago. So things were different back then. Um, her doctor was questionable too. We found out later, you know, there were some issues with him, but he didn't do a C-section. So he tried to pull me out because I was so large he pulled on my left shoulder and damaged the nerves. And it's called Herb's palsy. There's another name for it, uh, brexial plexus or something like that. I can never remember the, but Herb's palsy. I'm going to hold you to that, Frank. <laughs> no, it's the, that, that's the old name for Herb's palsy. And it's just, um, he damaged the nerves. So the arm, my, my range of motion in my arm is, is limited. I can, you know, I can move it and do, but I can't lift it up over my head. Um, I can lift things, but I just, you know, if I need to reach up high off, off of a shelf, I can only do it with one arm. Um, I've learned to compensate over the years. You know, we all learn to compensate. I'm sure you're familiar as well. Of course. Um, but, you know, it, it affects your, your mental space at times. It affects your confidence, you know, and it did. And I think, I think part of that's been part of my problem with weight is I was never like a sports person because I didn't think I could do sports because of the of that injury to my arm. Um, but what I found after doing keto and going to the gym, like I said, I started using weight machines. Now I can't use them all. There are ones I can't use at all because it just, my arm will do that. But I found that I could use some and I was building strength in this arm that I didn't even realize I could had in this arm, you know? So it's, it's been, you know, like I said, it's been more than just weight loss. It's been about building your confidence, about building your energy, making, realizing I am capable you know, of doing things when I didn't think I was capable. So it took me a long time to get there, but I finally figured it out after all these years. It's certainly the can-do spirit. That's definitely the case. Exactly. You know, I, yeah. I always, you know, I, growing up, I, I never I never looked at life as why is me. I just took it as an opportunity to educate. All I wanted to do was just be like everybody else and have a great time. You know, life is so right. much fun and you know, it, it's it's so great to have an opportunity to be out there with everybody. I was just so happy and grateful, you know, to be able to do whatever I could do. Yeah, and I never looked and at my chin. Go ahead. I was going to say I'm envious of that attitude because I did. I did have that little bit of a why me type of thing when I was younger. Um, part of it's kids. Kids are cruel. You know, they can yes. make fun. And, you know, in gym, because of my the way my arm is, I, I tend to like I, I wouldn't move it when I would run. So I looked a little different when I ran because I would, I had to consciously think to move my arm when I would run. Right. Um, and people were like, why are you doing that? You know, cause sometimes they don't realize until they see a certain motion that there's something going on with my arm. So I, I'm kind of jealous of that, that you had that, that positive attitude from day one. I, I kind of, I had to build up to that. So I'm glad now I have it, you know? Right. I got to, for, for that, I got to thank my, my parents and, and my family and my friends, you know, they were always encouraging yeah. me. And when people That's would awesome. look at me, when people would look at me and stare, I would say, you know, hey guys, thanks. Let me, let me tell you about it. Because, you know, if I was in their shoes, I would probably look and stare also. So I took it yeah. as a platform, you know, I took it as an opportunity to educate. Hey, listen, I'm just like you. I'm just right. coming at it from a different, from a different lens. Exactly. You know? And that's awesome. I mean, and you know, you're, 
my mother was always very encouraging as well. It's just, it was me, you know, I think we all process things differently. Um, maybe it's the, and maybe it's the level of handicap too. Like it's, it's, you know, it's, it was part of my body, but other parts of my body didn't have an issue. I don't know. I just had a hard time for a long time, like getting that comfort and balance. Um, but now it's like, I think too, as you get older, you don't care anymore, right. you know, and I don't really like, whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's what I, it's who I am. It's made me who I am. And I've learned to compensate and you've learned to compensate and you've learned to look, you created a company, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, well, I have never created a company. So that's awesome. We created a company. I'm just uh, happy to be a part of it. And, you know, so happy to have you on. Um, you know, I have to ask you about your Instagram. It's so creative and you put so many great music and tunes to it. How, how, <laughs> how did you, you know, you've probably gone from zero followers to almost 20,000. And that's incredibly impressive. That, that's been crazy. So I... It's been a very gradual type of like some Instagram accounts blow up overnight. Like they just something about that person. I, I, I was a very slow starter with it. Like I didn't, I just posted food. I didn't post any pictures. I didn't really do many stories, but as my confidence, like I was like, Oh, I'm starting to feel better. I'm losing weight. I, I lost 50 pounds, you know, in the uh, two years ago, it's like, Oh, you know, so I just started gradually. I started and I started being more comfortable with talking to people. Like I, I would watch people's accounts, but I wouldn't interact with them because I was afraid. I'm like, they're not going to talk to me. They're the, you know, and I got thrown off by the number. Like they might have like 10,000 followers. They're not going to talk to me. They don't give a crap about me. I, but I started being more confident and then I became friends with some of these folks and I've met some of them and started sharing more. And somehow this last year, my account blew up to what it is now. And I'm, I don't really know how to explain it. I don't know why people follow me <laughs> because sometimes I'm well, like, you're I'm such just a personal old... guy. People can relate <laughs> well, to you. They love you. I don't know. You're I having know. I just fun. Like... You're, you're authentic. Yeah. And, you had uh... a flair with it, with your music. <laughs> you know, people love to check in with Frank on a daily basis. What's he going to say? The fact that you yeah. know that I do that in my stories, it, it, I find that impressive that you actually watched my stories. Like, I don't, of course. I don't look, well, I don't even look at the number of people who watch my stories. I, I barely go into the archive and look at that because it kind of weirds me out a little bit because I feel like they're, I feel like I'm in a room with all these people. So I have to like block that out of my head. I just pop on my, you know, hold my phone up and I start talking and I'm just like, if somebody wants to watch it, they'll watch it. They want to skip out. But the whole music thing, it started with quarantine. I, um, it started because of the rain. So in March, when we quarantined, it was raining like every day. I was like, this sucks. I'm stuck at home in, in self-isolation. I have, it's raining every day. And then I'll, so I would like show, I'm like, it's raining again today. And then I would start putting music to it. And then one day we had sunshine and I'm like, look, so I scanned my yard and, showing the sunshine and it just became a daily thing. So every morning now I pick a new song, I show my, what the weather looks like. And then I start talking, <laughs> you know? Right. Like today, so, what was it? 30, where are you? Are you in the, near? I'm in uh, Delaware. So okay. East coast uh, near Pennsylvania and, and Maryland and all those. Yeah. Where are you at? I, I, I'm in Southern California. Southern. Okay. Oh, so I, you have I, nice I, weather. I, yeah. I'm, been here for four years. Before that, I lived 22 years in Arizona. 
And then uh, before that, oh. I, I lived in Michigan. And my parents always encouraged oh. me to go somewhere <laughs> warm to go to college. And I oh, was okay. just, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I had a chance to visit Arizona and it was sunny every day. And I, I love the sun. It's, I liked it's, Arizona. I, I, I visited there. I went to Las Vegas uh, five years ago or so and uh, drove to um Hoover Dam and all that stuff and drove actually we actually drove into Death Valley in California as well. That was yeah. awesome. Have you ever driven yeah. through Death Valley? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It, it's a little it's freaky because so you yes. Well you you lose your internet connection. So it gets a little you get a little nervous. It's like, what if I get stuck out here? But so many people are driving around out there that you know somebody would find you eventually, I guess. Yes. But yeah. It's it's uh it's definitely cool being out on the West Coast. My sister actually lives in Connecticut, so I'm I'm back there, you know, three four times a year. Obviously, with COVID not being able to travel, it's been, you know, haven't been much of any place. But I, I like the East Coast as well, especially in the summer. It's so green, and you know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's nice. I, I'm sure you don't miss the winters in Michigan, though. Michigan's terrible for not not at all, <laughs> not at all. Um, and, and you think like. How would we, why would people want to live in that snow and that cold? It's just crazy. But uh, yeah, I've been pretty maybe, lucky. I was yeah. gonna say, I've been pretty lucky. The weather's been pretty mild. I mean, we've had some 20, 30 degree days, but um, it warms up a little bit more throughout the day. So it's like in the 30s or 40s. You know, today it's in the 50s. So it's been a lot nicer. Great. Yeah. What's next for you, uh, Frank? Like, what do you like? Are you. Are you at a good weight? I mean, obviously you're at a good weight. What talk to me about? What's next? What's next? What do you? Uh... Um, I want to lose another ten pounds, like ten to twelve pounds. Um, and I think then I might put myself in maintenance. I'm not sure. Um, uh, I weigh two forty one, two forty two right now, so I'd like to get down to two thirty. Uh, that's a, that'll be where I was about 15 years ago when I, I lost uh, some weight on Weight Watchers. Uh, I lost like 77 pounds. I gained all that back. Wow, that's gained, incredible. Yeah, I gained like double <laughs> that back though. So, um, so I'd, I'd like to get down to 230 and then I was happy at that weight. So I think that would be a comfortable weight. If I lose more, then fine because I – can always afford to lose more, but I won't really push as hard to try and lose more when I get to 230. Right now, I'm like tracking my macros and, you know, ex trying to get exercise in every day just to help get down to that number. But once I'm there, I don't know. I'm going to definitely maintain. I'm going to definitely stay keto. I have no intention ever not. I know if I stop keto, I'm going to just go back to where I was. I'm going to eat carbs. I'm going to gain all the weight back and I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to stick with keto. I don't feel deprived. So why, you know, why do something different? Other than that, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I work a nine to five job every day at a bank. <laughs> so I'll continue right. to do that. But <laughs> yeah, you know, we, know, we talk, we so much you talked about um, the weight loss that you lose on keto to educate me a little bit on the maintenance aspect of it. Once you do get to your, Supposed weight you want to be at. How, how does the how does the lifestyle change? And uh, you know, I don't really know that to be honest with you. I just continue to stay away from the carbs and sugars as much as possible, and just kind of keep my exercise. Yeah. And go ahead. 
Um, you know, I, I feel like at times I've been in maintenance <laughs> throughout this quarantine. Um, so I think I, I don't really know because I haven't done maintenance yet, but I, I would assume and I've seen other people do it. Um, there's other accounts out there that are doing it. Uh, probably allow myself a little bit more uh, calories in the day. I, you know, I could probably eat a keto treat on a daily basis and not worry about it. Like right now I limit my keto treats just because I know that can stall you if you do too much. But if I get stalled in maintenance, that's fine because I'm not trying to lose, you know, but I will definitely weigh myself every day still make sure I don't start gaining weight because I know what my bubble is. So if I stay within like a two to four pound bubble of my low weight, I'm usually pretty good. Like I can, I know I'll lose more weight eventually. I'll be okay. Maybe so. Maybe my bubble will be like five pounds, five or six pounds. As long as I stay within that bubble, I'll maintain my weight. I don't know. I, it's going to be trial and error when I start because I've never done it. <laughs> right. I, you know, all my maintenance in the past for past diets, I I gained the weight back. So I was really never in maintenance. <laughs> you know. Well, I I know this time around it's going to be completely different. I can hear it. I do too. Voice. Yeah. And you, you've said it, you know, over and over, you never go back to, to that again. And your, your body has been trained. It's, it's so cool. Yeah. It's so motivating. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's awesome to talk to you, Frank. Thank you. It's been great talking to you too. Uh, yeah. And I, yeah. like I said, thank you for having yeah. me as your first guest. No, you're welcome. Do you have any questions for me? I'm curious about your company and how, like, how you started. Are you partners with anybody, or is it you solo? Uh, no, I, I we actually. My brother's been in marketing and branding for about 25 years, and um, you know, I I, I, um, I had come out to California to help my brother uh, rehab from a major injury, and oh, we wow. had a friend who was a physical therapist, and uh, you know kind of cooked for us at night because we couldn't go out to dinner. And so he would come over a couple nights a week and he would say, Adam, you know, we'd love to get you into the pool. And we started doing some really, really cool things in the pool. And I was like, his name is Gabe. His name is Gabe. And I said, Gabe, you know, this is great. And I'm really excited, you know, because I could walk and I could move my legs. And I always thought, you know, wanted to be able to be more uh, mobile uh, but he's like, Adam, if you really want to dial this thing in, we've got to change your diet. And that's mm -hmm. really how the, the keto thing started. And my brother Noah said, you know, we, we looked around, I would go into the grocery store. I'm very observant. I'm not much of a cook like yourself. And I have to have like things that I can go into a store and buy. And I really right. noticed an opportunity for a great tasting snack bar because I tried certain keto products, no disrespect to anybody, but I have a certain kind of palate that I expect things to taste good. Like if you're going to yeah. put it in your mouth, why, why do you want it to taste like garbage? So right. um, like exactly. we literally, we, we contacted a, you know, a food manufacturer. We said, we're looking for this. We'd like, you know, let's start with three flavors. We know, how popular a chocolate flavor is. So let's have two chocolate flavors with the chocolate raspberry and the chocolate mint. But Noah and I, my brother, we're, we're not huge chocolate fans. We prefer a vanilla flavor. So we're like, let's throw an almond butter in there. And so we literally would just try certain flavor profiles until yeah, we got it right. 
till we got it right. And then, like, yeah. we, I, I would literally go to local retailers and say, hey, guys, will you try my bar? Will you try it? I've lost, you know, 25 pounds, you know, on this keto diet, and it's starting to get some traction the keto space. And, you know, we would just do demos and, you know, just – constantly get out there and and boom yeah. it kind of just took off we you know you never know in life until you try and so we just basically got out there and tried it and you know you know the response has been overwhelming and you know yeah it's we're awesome just, we're just super excited so if you would have told me two two and a half years ago i'd be in the bar business for frank <laughs> i would i would tell you you're crazy but you know my you- passion go ahead I was going to say, are you going to come out with any other kind of products besides the bars? Do you have secret uh, stuff in the works? You know, <laughs> we, we've always got innovation in the pipeline. You always got to be yeah. thinking ahead. And, and you know, the, the, the biggest thing is, you, you know, the ability to listen to your customers. And that's the number one thing. And, and especially with this new plant-based bar, when I would go in and we would go in and demo, people would say, do you have any plant-based options? You know, because I, you know, I, I, I don't eat you know, there's the way crisps in the, in, in the bar. So, you know, just listening to what customers are asking for, you come up with innovation and different ideas. So we're yeah. always looking to improve and, and want to bring innovation to everyone. So, I mean, you know, it constantly evolves and yeah, yeah. we've certainly got some things in, in the works for sure. Awesome. But, I love the, uh, the, the almond butter one, the almond butter chocolate chip. Yeah, that's the that's the first box I bought, and that's that one's delicious. I love those, and I bought them when I started tracking through throughout the week, and I was limiting my snacks until the weekend, and I had to wait all week <laughs> to have one because I was like, I told myself no keto treats during the week, so I waited, and finally, come Saturday, I was like, ate it, and I was like, these are good, <laughs> these are really good. So, well, that's yeah. great, you know. Um, again so thankful and you know just excited to to be in the space i'm I'm so impressed with the keto community just in general and the support that that people give each other and and, you know just the satisfaction of looking good feeling good it it really contagious it is definitely yeah i like it it amazed me like because in the beginning like i said i was very nervous about talking to anybody interacting and i started interacting with people and they would respond and they were so friendly and I, I would ask a question and they would answer it. And I'm like, wow, these people are nice, you know, cause you kind of, I don't know, I guess we're used to TV and celebrities and you see, and you're watching somebody every day on your phone, you think uh, you kind of equate them to a celebrity, you know, and then you start talking to them. It's like, Oh, they're just like me. They're just working they're, their nine to five job. They're on here sharing their journey and, you know, and it's, it's been great. It's it's fun, people. You know, we all inspire each other in one way, shape, or form. And definitely, you know, you you've certainly inspired me and so many other people. And I'm just, I'm happy oh, for you. I think it's it, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate and, that. I... And, and and I'm just so thankful to be able to connect with you and now call you a friend. Yes, definitely. Now we're friends. Yeah. See, that's what I love about the community. You meet and you be you get more friends. Because you can never yeah. have too many friends, right? Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it doesn't cost awesome. you anything to be nice and to have exactly. a smile on your face. It's much more fun to be happy than, than definitely. sad. There's, especially, and, we found that out this year. I mean, there's a lot of 
um, angry people out there right now. And I don't, I don't know why people are like that. Like just, just, just treat people the way you want to be treated, you know, make mm -hmm. friends, enjoy, enjoy your life, you know, enjoy your company, the company of others, you know, cause right. Unfortunately, a lot of it has to be through zoom now, you know, so, right. you know, well, yeah. I, again, thank you so much, Frank. Uh, for those that want to get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you? They can go to Instagram and it's uh, at frankly.keto. Or I'm sorry, at frankly underscore keto. So it's F-R-A-N-K-L-Y underscore keto. Can't even remember my own Instagram handle, but... <laughs> it's, it's okay, buddy. It's all right. That's why I wanted you to say it allowed me. Because I didn't want to... Yeah. Didn't didn't want to. I'm sorry, I messed up my. <laughs> no, it's okay. We we're, we're gonna edit this thing. It's gonna be great. <laughs> um, so just in closing, thanks so much, Frank, for being on the first Can Do podcast. It was a real. Well, thanks for having me. It, it was so awesome to to have you on, and your story is just absolutely incredible. Uh, I wish I could reach through the phone and give you a fist pump, but I'm gonna do it through the screen there. And um, just, uh, you know, have a great weekend. Enjoy the rest of your Friday evening. And always as well. just keep, keep in touch. And thanks so much for the support every day. We really appreciate it. I appreciate uh, you having me on here, Adam. Thanks so much. You and, uh, it. It's been a pleasure talking to you. You as well, my man. Thank you so much. All right. Take care, buddy. Thank you. You too.